Welcome to Nine Bob Note with Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Nine Bob Note with me, Paul. And me, Ken. Hello, Ken. Hello, Paul. It's nice to be back. It's been a while. We've both been very busy. Uh, yes, we have. So uh, if our single listener is still out there. <laughs> yeah, please don't leave. <laughs> we need the rating. <laughs> yeah, that sponsorship uh, <laughs> revenue isn't going to generate itself. Although a dim and distant memory in the calendar sense, we are up to the episode where you get to choose your 2023 birthday honours. Sir Ian McKellen. Ah. Yes, very, very well known as a theatre actor uh, and probably uh, even better known, I would suspect, to the general public as Gandalf in yeah. Lord of the Rings, Frodo, and he was born in Burnley. He's 83 at the time of recording. 1939 he was born, 25th of May. Particularly good time to be born. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Just in time for uh, Series 2 of the Army Game. And he is a gay. Although he didn't come out until quite late in the day. It was 1988 that he came out. Uh, it was in response to the whole Section 28 thing. And it was an interview that he did on BBC Radio because he thought that it was about that all his, his contemporaries and his work circles knew that he was a gay. <laughs> But he didn't want to carry on the pretense of a pretend family life that wasn't actually there. And according to the Oracle, he's had a couple of uh, long-term partners. Nobody listed after 1988, though. Oh. Oh. So I'm, I'm sure there have been, but they're not listed. I don't know how much influence or um, exposure you have to the man as a member of the LGBT community. Because I know that he's been a big activist for various things. Stonewall, I know he's been a voice for. But whenever you hear him in interviews or see him, he's done a couple of one-man shows, the guy's magnificent. I mean, he is absolutely magnificent. He's 83. He's big buddies with Patrick Stewart. Yes. So they, they fly around on piss-ups in the Enterprise. <laughs> uh, him in his X-Men wheelchair and McKellen with his Gandalf hat on going into <laughs> pubs and causing uproar, I'm sure. Uh, disclaimer may not be true. So, yeah, I'm just wondering, for me, he is one of those great character actors, big, expansive men on telly. who They're tremendous raconteurs and always very entertaining whenever they're in anything. To you and the gays, what is he? <laughs> he, yeah, I mean, he is a very good actor. And also, as you say, he he uses his his platform to campaign and to raise awareness of LGBT plus issues. I have actually met Surian. Really? Yes. And it was many, many years ago. He he led the Manchester Pride Parade. So he got to sit in a car waving at people. And like the Pope. <laughs> yeah, very much so. <laughs> yeah. Only less gay. <laughs> and I was friends with someone who was on like the organizing committee or, you know, something like that. And we got to go behind the scenes. I got to meet him very briefly and just sort of say hello. And then later on, we were in a nightclub in the gay village in Manchester and he was next to me on the dance floor, <laughs> bopping wow. away. Yeah. I'm unreasonably impressed by that. Yeah. <laughs> 
It was good. I guess the nightclub setting doesn't really lend itself to an in-depth conversation. Could you tell me about your <laughs> stage career, Sir Ian? <laughs> I'm spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> now we've just got Ian McKellen doing Kylie karaoke in our heads for the rest of the episode. <laughs> He's been quite outspoken in, in recent years on various subjects, but he's managed not to piss anybody off. Mm. Now, that's quite a difficult balance tonight to get right, because everybody that's found themselves getting on a platform seems to have divided opinion, and either 50% want to cancel them and 50% want to lionise them. Yeah, he does. He seems to have managed to, to avoid that. As you say, it's not just because he keeps his head down and gets on with it. He, he says what he thinks mm. and what he believes, and is quite freely spoken about it. Yeah, I don't know whether it's just maybe nobody wants to argue with Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> you do find that particularly um, sort of that generation, if you will, of people, they do sort of tend to trip themselves up and you you can be like a, a huge fan and you really respect someone and then you'll read something that, and you just think, oh. Well, that's it. They've said one thing that I disagree with, so therefore they're cancelled. Like Christopher Biggins, for example, who has, you know, has always been quite, you know, one of those big, mm. oh, yes, everyone loves Christopher Biggins and, and obviously quite openly gay. He said something a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, I can't remember either, but yeah. there was a big hoo-ha about it. Yeah. Looking, again, looking from a neutral perspective, it was something quite wishy-washy, really. Yeah. It was... A definite slip up, but it was his opinion. It wasn't trying to convert. I can't. I wish I could remember what it was. It was something about bisexual people. We could always look it up. (laughs) What? (laughs) But yeah, as you say, it was quite likely just him saying what he thought and not saying this is, you know, this is absolutely the truth of the matter. But that seemed to be something that he did get jumped on for. And so now it's like, you can't be a fan of Christopher Biggins because of because uh, <laughs> of that awful thing that he may or may not have said. Oh, it was Superman's son in the comics. He's bisexual. Yes. He made the, the comment that if you're going to do that with somebody, uh, with a character, then invent a new character. Don't hijack a character that already exists and change them into something else, not realising that it was Superman's son. He'd yeah. Been, he'd been invited on to talk about it, but... <laughs> yeah, obviously <laughs> being an expert in these things. Yeah. We need a gay. Uh, <laughs> Christopher Biggins is the only one that leaps to mind. <laughs> yeah, he'll say yes to anything. Can't think of any other gays. <laughs> no. So that's not a major blunder because it's exactly the same thing that we've said about Doctor <laughs> Yeah. First of all, it was it was a mistake because he thought he was talking about actual Superman. Superman. Yeah. Even if that had been the case, it's not really a massive... It's like every time the actor who plays James Bond quits and there's always like, oh, James Bond's going to be a woman from now on. And everyone comes out and goes, no, no, you can't, you can't change it. And, and exactly the same argument. If you want a woman spy in the, in the lead of a film, then come up with a woman spy character. So I think that Christopher Biggins can probably be forgiven for that. But that's one of those things that just seems to be... Ramped out of be, Yeah. Well, Christopher Biggins. Where is it? <laughs> I mean, just the Oracle, usually on the Oracle, there are, there's a section for controversy. Yeah. Ooh, is there and anything for Sarian? I seem to remember he has made a few comments about the cancellation of Joanne Rowling. But again, whichever side he's 
argument fell on, he wasn't slated for it. And it's just like, well... He does not have a section oh, on well, there controversies. You go. That's, that's why he's in your birthday honours, because there's just nothing to not like about him. He heals the sick, <laughs> cures the lame. He walks on water. Has Ian McKellen ever been in Doctor Who? No. no. It's only a matter of yeah. time. I mean, yeah. can you imagine what host of stars RTD2 is <laughs> going to have knocking at the door now? Oh, yes. He's going to be there at some point. He's starting small with Neil Patrick Harris. He's yeah. got Doogie Hauser. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I'm looking forward to this. And he was in Coronation Street, so you may tell. Yes, I didn't see any of his episodes, but he got that role because he begged for yeah. a role. <laughs> yeah, he just said, I don't care what I do, even if it's just going into the rovers for a drink, I want to be in it. And yeah, he was in it. He was actually a very, a very funny character. He, he was... Um, I mean, he pretty much played Ian McKellen. Mm. <laughs> he was uh, this very dramatic. They, they had a book club and it was all the, you know, like the elderly generation, the, the Blanche and Ken and all those kind of people. And he, he joined this book club and somehow conned a load of them because I think they, either he convinced them that he was a famous author. Anyway, it was very funny. <laughs> yeah, well, one of those classic Coronation Street things, but... The, the light touch. Yeah. So uh, drawing it sort of to a close, really, I know him best from Lord of the Rings. Mm. Of all the things that I've seen him in, I've never seen him on stage, I've got to be honest, no. but he's made quite a career out of it and he's well known as sort of grand dame. Yes. <laughs> I suspect he's quite an impressive figure on stage. Mm. So, yes, it, it's time for me to induct Sir Ian McKellen into the Nine Bob Gnome Hall of Fame. Yay. And, I mean... Even if he didn't have that impressive filmography and playography, uh, he deserves to be inducted because of his role in ITV's Vicious. Well, we don't do any extra bits for the birthday honours episodes, but yes, uh, I would urge everyone to go out there and uh, hunt down episodes of Vicious, a sitcom that he did on ITV with Derek Jacobi, which I cast a wry eye at when it first came out. I thought, this is a bit shit. And then we watched it a year or so ago for one of the other podcasts. <laughs> and it was bizarrely entertaining. Yeah. It was in a 1970s sitcom kind of way. I was just amazed that Sir Ian and Sir Derek actually agreed to <laughs> it. Was, it was essentially just the two of them in a scenery-chewing competition. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he is the winner of my award for this year. Hurrah, and well-deserved. Yes, queen! Yes, queen! Yes, queen! So, another year of birthdays, although it's actually almost our birthdays again, so we'll have to get our thinking caps on. But yes, congratulations, Sir Ian, and congratulations to our listener for sticking with us. Yes, thank you. Thank you, one person. Uh, we'll be back as soon as possible <laughs> with, with more good. Should be next week, but I'm not going to commit to that at this yeah. time. Yeah, soon. But for now, bye. Ta-ta. Nine Bob Node featured Paul Isles Rush and Ken Moss. Title music was by Mark Scheiman, and the programme was produced by Maverick Productions.
For more information, please visit maverickproductionsuk.blogspot.com or find us on social media.